Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful, that you are loving, that you are true, that you are great, Lord, that you are undefeated, that you have never lost a battle, that you, Lord, are loving, that you are full of grace and full of mercy, Lord. We love you, Lord, but you loved us first, Lord, and therefore, Lord, we have the grace to love others, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May your word be blessed and may our faith be increased by the hearing of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, once again, welcome to a, another episode of the Mustard Creed Podcast. Um, I was uh, in uh, in this past weeks. I was so tempted to to end it all, to just stop um, with the podcast, because in a way I felt that it was going nowhere. But as we can hear, that God is faithful, and so every word that He says is true. So let us hear what the Lord has to say, and let our faith be increased by what we hear. So, in in 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 3, Paul tells the people of Thessalonia that he remembers before God our Father that their faith was put into practice. Now what Paul means by this is the testimony of their faith. That is evident in their day-to-day lives as they labor with love. The sums of all I've spoken about now. Um, Previously, we spoke of the rudiments of the righteousness being applied through love it is love which is the driving force of our righteousness or us being revealed as god's righteousness in christ for it is by god's grace you have been saved through faith ephesians 2 verse 8 now as we labor with love through the testimony of our faith we can see the powerful effect of this very righteousness revealed through and as the sons of god romans 8 verse 21 um, Christ explains the truth about our completeness, which is I am, the I am, our I amness, with the, with the lie the enemy proclaimed of our incompleteness. Christ exchanged joy, exchanged joy with the same, S-H-A-M-E, we've inherited through Adam, and we, and he, Christ destroyed the idea of separation which caused us to wither away in loneliness. 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 3 The early followers of Christ knew that He was the center of all creation. The very plan from the beginning was to restore us to the Son, Christ Jesus, who is the Alpha and Omega, the author and the finisher of our faith. The mission of Christ through His church is to persuade the world of their true sonship. The Son of Man is the Son of God, Matthew 16, verse 13 to 18. In Galatians 5, verse 6, Paul writes that the only thing that matters is faith that works through love. Paul not only understands faith in its context, but he knows that love ignites faith, because it is easy for love to believe. Paul furthermore encourages the church of Galatia in Galatians 5.16 Let the Spirit direct your lives and you will not satisfy the desire of the human nature. Seems there is constantly a battle between the flesh and the spirit. But we cannot serve two, two masters. We cannot serve two masters. Not at all. We cannot serve two masters. For we will serve the one and hate the other. However, Paul goes on reminding them that our human nature opposes that which the Spirit of God wants. 
question is, what does the Spirit want? The Spirit wants what God wants. But the Spirit needs to control our lives according to Galatians 5 verse 25. This is why it is important we die to our own human nature and put to death all its passions and desires so that the Spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility and self-control. Also that we can possess the kingdom of God through His Spirit. God gives us power. So that we can be strong in our inner selves. In this way, Christ truly makes his home in our hearts through faith. Hereby we would have our roots and foundation in love. So that we have the power to really understand how broad and long, how deep, how high and deep the love of Christ is within us. But also so that we may know this love, even though it can never be fully known. However, it will still completely fill our entire inner being with the very nature of God. Ephesians 3 verse 14 to, na 14 to 19. We have a say of the glory of our Lord. I've mentioned this before. Jesus Christ and therefore must stand firm in the faith holding on to these truths which the Spirit teaches us. For we were chosen for salvation. We are priests forever in the priestly order of Melchizedek. For thus we must be sure of the things we hope for, and certain of the things we cannot see. We who were once born of the flesh, and now born of the Spirit through faith, are not like the universe created by God's word, instead born again through His Spirit to contain this very word. So there's a whole difference. So that, when, so that what can be seen would be made out of what couldn't be seen hebrews 11 verse 3 this means since this very word is inside of us everything that is not seen yet will be made visible through the very word inside of us that means the implanted word i've mentioned this before in a series uh, episode also ephesians you can read ephesians 4 verse 10 to 16. in first timothy 4 verse 1 it says the spirit says clearly that some people will abandon their faith. In later times, they will obey lying spirits and follow the teachings of demons. Paul even encourages Timothy in chapter 1 verse 19 to keep the faith and a clear conscience. Why a clear conscience? Paul in answers this by saying some people will have some people have not listened to their conscience and have made a, a ruin of their faith. How did they do this? How did they make a ruin of their faith? Blasphemy. B-L-A-S-P-H-E-M-O-Y. I don't know why I'm doing this, but it feels good. <laughs> Read Matthew 12, verse 31 till 32. We overcome blaspheming the Holy Spirit by holding on to the revealed truth of the faith with a clear conscience. Even so, should we also take care of our relatives, especially the members of our own family, so that we do, we do deny, so that we don't deny the faith, even in such a way. You see, there's many ways that we can deny the faith. Not only through not yielding to the Spirit, but also through not sowing the character of Christ to those who do not yet know Christ. Okay, you can read First Timothy 5 verse 8. And uh, yeah, I continue so that we can run the race with a clear conscience. We need to run the race with a clear conscience. We need to run it with a clear conscience because anything can affect us. Anything. The enemy will use anything to affect our our running the race. 
But later on, in in First Timothy six, verse eleven, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. Okay, First Timothy six from eleven till fourteen. Paul encourages the church to strive for righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. He adds, run your best in the race of faith and win eternal life for yourselves. For it was to this life that God called you when you firmly professed your before your sins before many witnesses. Okay, what is he referring to? Your unbelief. You professed, or, or basically, basically, you can say you can you 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 professed your sins by confessing Christ. Yeah, you can put it like that also. But we're not going to into, into depth about that. Before God. Who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus who, who firmly professed his faith. So it's actually saying that we should profess our faith as well. Um, Christ professed his faith before Pontius Pilate. I command you to obey your orders and keep them faithfully until the day when our Lord Jesus Christ will appear. This is what Paul writes um, to them in, in 1 Timothy 6 verse 11 to 14. Sorry that I interrupted. <laughs> um, I said, work on not commenting on everything. <laughs> Paul reminds us to do good and to good to everyone, and especially those who belong to our family in the faith. You see, previously, we should... So we should ensure that we don't deny the faith um, by by neglecting our family members of our own family. And here Paul is writing that um, to do good to everyone, especially especially to those who belong to our family in the faith, which is the the body of Christ. Okay, let me continue. Paul gives an example of his own journey with Christ, where he makes mention that in Second Timothy four verse seven. I have done my best in the race. I have run the full distance and I have kept the faith. My title for this message is called Faith into Practice. Although we all know that we should run the race. But we have to know that we should run the race with faith. Um, let me go. Um, I read now 2 Timothy 4 verse 7. Yeah, I want to touch on verse 8. Verse 8 says, 2 Timothy 4 verse 8. And now there is there is waiting for me the this is for waiting for me the victory prize of being put right with God. We are all put right with God, but we have to run the race to receive our reward, <laughs> which the Lord, the righteous, righteous judge, will give me on that day. On that day, so that day must still come. He is waiting. Paul is still waiting, along with the cloud of witnesses, for this for for this reward. He is waiting for this that reward. And not only me, but all those who wait with love for him to appear. See, that's talking about the cloud of witnesses. That's talking about all creations waiting for this. Um, not only the manifestation of the sons, but they're waiting for Christ to come back. So it is very important when we say we have faith, it is only fair that our actions proves it. Our faith is sown by our actions. This is how we put our faith into practice. When Paul mentions that he is waiting for the victory prize of being right, put right with God, James backed us up in James 2 verse 24, where he says it is by people's actions that they are put right with God, and not only by their faith alone. You see? He backs it up. He doesn't condemn what Paul says. 
because our faith does not rest on human wisdom but on God's power. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 5. Paul explains more on this from verse 6 still verse 16. I encourage you to read further. Um, once again, Paul backs up what he says in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 12. We are proud that our conscience assures us that our lives in this world and especially our relations with you have been ruled by God given frankness and sincerity by the power of God, grace and not by human wisdom. People in previous generations received the testimony of their hope in faith, but now through the Spirit we receive our faith through hope and, the, and His name is Christ. The hope of glory. If Enoch enjoyed God's favor by faith, then in spite of Adam's fall, he proved that faith defeats death. His absent body prophesied the resurrection of Christ. After all, God's testimony of His Son is much greater, and He has given this testimony of His Son. God has given us eternal life, and this life has its source in the Son. Whoever has the Son has this life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. So all who believe in the Son of God have this testimony in their own hearts. But those who does not believe God have made him out to be a liar because they have not believed what God has said about his Son. Jesus Christ is God's mind made up about us. I encourage you to run the race with faith and to endure until the end with love. Amen.